0: Hey everyone, I'm your host, Alex Taylor, co founder of Parallel. Welcome to Parallel Lives, a podcast where we learn about the tireless yet vibrantly challenging role the women we admire most live in parallel to their careers and personal pursuits, becoming and being a mom. Today's guest is Lizzie Mathis. She might be one of my favorite conversations I've had to date, although it's tough to pick favorites. We got to do this episode live, and it was such a delight. She is a model and actress and also the founder of The Cool Mom Co., which is really aiming to rewrite what it means to be a mother today. I've long admired her and her brand and her platform, and I deeply admire her candor and everything that she shares in this episode. She's a mom of three kiddos, and we talk about everything from struggling with the fears of leaving a big career to start a family and revisiting it later. We talk about her birth stories, the experience of being a black woman and having a child in America and the fear surrounding that and how she worked through it. She is a wealth of knowledge. She's so enlightened and such a delight. I hope you enjoy our chat. Hi, Lizzie. Hi, Alex. Thank you so much for being my very first in real life guest. (laughs) I've recorded everyone remotely and I'm sitting here literally 12 inches away from you. And this is so cool this to be doing so the show with you. Thank you. Thank so, you for having me. I'm so excited to be you. here. Thank you. And we just recorded an
1: episode for your podcast. Mm-hmm. So why don't you plug it here? I know. Well, this is exciting, guys. I just had <laughs> Alex on the Cool Mom Code podcast, yeah. um, which is my podcast. I am a founder of the cool Co, And so my podcast is just a really um, safe space for women to feel inspired, Um really for all women, because we talk about, you know, career path, we Mm -hmm. talk about womanhood, we talk about um, relationships, but also for moms to feel empowered to be in a space where, hey, this mom is doing it too. Mm -hmm. She's getting past it. She's like, you know, a real badass in Mm -hmm. the space that she's in. And, you know, for us all to just be inspired by one another and create community.
0: I love that. It's so brilliant. I mean, Part of our thesis is that if we can all share more of our stories, we can all feel a little less alone mm, so and more sure. connected. So it's so cool what you're doing with your podcast. Thank and you. again, thank you for coming on here today. Of course. Um. So on this show, kind of the opposite of how I built this. Okay. We hear a lot about women's careers and the movements they've created and their businesses and how they're killing it, but we don't really know about the other side of their life that mm you know, that role that is omnipresent, which is being a mom. Mm-hmm. It never goes away. It's it's <laughs> it's 24 hours a day, seven That's days so a week. And we really want to explore that experience for you, mm-hmm. what it's been like, the highs, the lows, and the in-betweens. Right. So
1: I always like to start with the same question. Okay. Did you always know you wanted to become a mom? Yes, I was raised by a single mom Mm -hmm. um, and she had three children um, and she was the best mom I could have ever had as an example. And I was also raised with my grandma. So I was raised by these really strong women. Mm -hmm. And so I knew I always knew I wanted to be a mother. It's almost like I didn't even think about it. Like I just knew it was going to happen. Um, But I didn't know when. Yeah. I didn't know when I would mm-hmm. want to be a mother. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So it's more timing. Mm-hmm. So walk us back.
0: Before you became a mom, what were you doing? You're from Detroit. Where You're I... now an LA lady. I know. Tell us that's a little bit I'm... about how you went from point A to B. Who would have
1: thunk it? Um, <laughs> such a kerfuffle. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> my favorite word is kerfuffle, By the <laughs> <by laughs> way, um, that's on my podcast. Yes. Um, I, so, you know, I think that um, going back, I am. Um, I'm from Detroit, mm-hmm. um, born and raised, mm-hmm. and um, obviously went to school there raised there, mm-hmm. um, went to Chicago um, for a university and then started, you know, um, had the opportunity to model mm-hmm. and um, was super excited about it because mm-hmm. it was a way for me to travel and mm-hmm. see the world. Yeah. And it took me to New York, mm-hmm. which became home cool. based for quite a while. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's where I met my husband. That's where I started my career. Oh, that's amazing. where um, life was just, that was it. Life yeah. was in New York. Yeah. Yeah. And oh. then um I got into the acting world mm-hmm. and that side of things and it took me out to LA. Okay. And not too long after being in LA, mm-hmm. um, I got pregnant with mm-hmm. my first, oh, and wow. so then it was like, all right, well, I guess this is where we're setting up shop. Yeah, you know, we were by coastal for quite a while, okay. but that became just difficult yeah. as a family, and like yeah. you know, going back and forth. Mm-hmm. And so we chose LA because at the time it mm-hmm. felt like it was a little easier yeah. than juggling kids in New York. New York is tough. New York is tough. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> and so you know, we um, we kind of settled into. LA. And mm-hmm. so that's where we are now. That's great. Yeah. And three you, kids later. <laughs> oh my goodness. Three kids.
0: Three kids later. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. So you move out here, you start your family. Mm-hmm. What drove you to start
1: Cool Mom Co? Them. <laughs> yeah them. I mean, it's mean, the name, but why them. did you feel it was needed? And tell us a little bit more about it. I was, like I said, I was a model and actress, mm-hmm. um, and I was used to not really having a voice. I was mm-hmm. by no means an A-list star or <laughs> anything like that. Um, or B-list, but, <laughs> oh my gosh, but, but I was really, you know, I was, I was just kind of like happy doing what I was doing, but yeah. I felt like there was a piece missing. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a model, I was able to travel the world, mm-hmm. but you know, like, like, like we talked about before, Alex, it's just, you know, I still felt like, um, I was still kind of a mannequin in a way, right? Like you're not really meant to have an opinion. You're Mm -hmm. meant to kind of just kind of show off. The, the the creativity of others yeah and yeah. so um once i became a mom one my career changed because mm-hmm. i felt like people kind of saw you differently it was when i became a mom it wasn't really like cool yeah to be a mom it yeah. wasn't like oh my god that's such a cute little accessory you have yeah. that child yeah <laughs> was, were you scared i was how, how I was did you terrified? feel because
0: being a, a woman who is also a model mm-hmm. so your body and everything is your work product right 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 were you afraid when you saw those, you know, two little lines on the
1: pregnancy stick? What you was know, your it's, response? It's interesting. Every one of my pregnancies were planned. Everyone, wow. n- none Amazing. of them were surprised. Okay. So we went into it knowing fully what we were doing each okay. time. Yeah. Um. But I made a pact with mm-hmm. my husband in the mm-hmm. very beginning of our marriage and mm-hmm. our relationship that neither one of us would ever put career before our family. Wow. Um, we knew as young people, mm-hmm. uh, we've been mm-hmm. together for 13 years married and 18 years together. Wow. And so we knew very early on that we wanted a family. Yeah. We never knew when, mm-hmm. we never knew when that was going to happen, mm-hmm. but we just, I don't know, we were just committed to mm-hmm. saying, okay, look, yeah. career is going to happen regardless. Yeah. We're going to trust in God. We're going to mm-hmm. trust in a higher power mm-hmm. and we're just kind of going <laughs> to dive in. Yeah, And I so I wasn't nerd. I wasn't scared mm-hmm. of the, the two lines mm-hmm. saying positive, mm-hmm. but I was apprehensive of about the unknown. Yeah. What that would do, how that would change my career, how that would change our relationship and the path that we were on. yeah, Yeah. that's what I think I was, I was more uh, stressed out about. Of course. Yeah. And how did it change your career? It changed the career a lot, the career quite a bit, Mm -hmm. because I was always playing younger roles. Mm -hmm. I was Mm -hmm. always, um, you know, looked at as, um, a teenager mm-hmm. in the industry mm-hmm. because I had such a baby face. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't, I was yeah. a grown woman. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, Were you excited to move into a role where you could really no feel like a whole woman or were you like yeah no I wanted to be a teenager forever (laughs) oh my god are you kidding I wanted I wanted to play young as long (laughs) as I could when I when I had a kid I felt when I had my first child I just felt like everyone instantly saw you as older yeah but career changed because I think also it had a lot to do with the fact that I was traveling three or four times a week every week prior to having kids our careers were very much on the go we were both like you know um working models and, and, and after, so we were gone a lot and we were in the entertainment industry. Mm -hmm. And so that was prevalent. Yeah. When I had a kid, I was like, what? No, I don't want to be gone this much. My time was Mm -hmm. so much more important to me because any time away from her Mm -hmm. had to be worth it for Mm -hmm. me. It had to make sense. And so I think also I changed my perspective on what I was manifesting into my orbit, not even realizing it. Interesting. That's so powerful.
0: Because not only did work itself change for Mm -hmm. you, but your relationship to it. 1,000%. It's just been completely reprioritized. Just completely reprioritized.
1: And I think that I was so... I was so excited to be a mom. I mm-hmm. miscarried prior to. Mm-hmm. And so when I had a healthy pregnancy mm-hmm. and this now healthy child, mm-hmm. I dove all the way in mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah. I want to be the best mom. Mm-hmm. I want to dive into mm-hmm. this child. I want to give everything mm-hmm. to her. Mm-hmm. And so it really became about her mm-hmm. in that process. Yeah. I lost, uh, I think a sense of who I was. Yeah. I lost the Lizzie that, um, that was still a woman. Mm-hmm. I lost my love and creativity mm-hmm. for, you know, fashion, style, and yeah. beauty, and, you know, even just the things I used to love doing, yeah. whether it was just like independent activities mm-hmm. or whatever it was. And so yeah. I lost a lot of that. And it really yeah. took the site. Mm-hmm. It took me having an outlet mm-hmm. to be able to say, hey, I'm still here cool Mom Co. and Cool Mom Co yeah. exists. And wow. that's how it was kind of born. Wow. It was born out of a place yeah. where I just just felt like, you know, we as women still needed to know yes. that we were still these cool, dope, beautiful, inspiring, badass yes. women, Yes, even though now we are yeah. mothers too. And I think I lost a little bit of that. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. So many women,
0: every woman I speak to about the experience of becoming a mom, there's this haze, mm-hmm. even coming out of that newborn chapter that, you know, three months post, you know, postpartum, like, okay, I'm ready to get out. I'm ready to party. Let's right, do this. Right, right. And then there's this shock, like who am I? Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting how you channeled that energy and created something, right, to start to express and reaffirm who you were. Yeah,
1: I mean, listen, it took some girlfriends too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> being like, girl, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. You have not shaved in a month. Like, come on, girl. <laughs> like, come were you on. kind of
0: when you say you lost who you were? Who were you? Were you just? Were you a homebody? Were you just was... all about your?
1: daughter like tell me more about that both of those things yeah. I was a homebody mm-hmm. I was all about her mm-hmm. it was just all about her happiness yeah. like so yeah. you know she's was a baby at this point mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you know this lasted for probably a good year and a half so it was all about wow. what activities was she doing yeah and what books were we reading yep. with her mm-hmm. and like you know mm-hmm. what what classes I could take her mm-hmm. to and engage mm-hmm. in art classes yeah. and parks and everything was just yeah. really about her and okay. so I think in doing that and my husband at mm-hmm. the time was still traveling yeah. mind you he his becoming yeah. a father yeah. did not change his career ah, you know so he go. was still as we both used to travel mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. much he was still yeah. traveling yeah. and always like you know on the go and for me it was just yeah. like whoa wait a minute what just happened i mean there's a new level of physicality that women
0: experience and of course it's wonderful that you know men can take fraternity leave mm-hmm. and the like but there's just so much that we experience that right. can only be experienced by us
1: right I and, mean yeah. you know and yeah. it's it is tough I also chose to mm-hmm. um breastfeed mm-hmm. you know exclusively yeah. for like two years like did you
0: did you decide before baby you were going to give it a try or
1: I did okay. I mean I was um I was in under the mindset that mm-hmm. I, you know, I'd watched documentaries mm-hmm. and i done yeah. like, you know, some of my research yeah. and I yeah. knew that, you know, for me, mm-hmm. I felt like, you know, breast milk was going to be the best milk I could yeah. give her. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. I talked to, I, I had a holistic doctor, you mm-hmm. know, who mm-hmm. was her pediatrician. Yeah. and So just a lot of and the midwife and yes. the doula, and like Amazing. all these, you know, and people yeah. were just very kind of like, you know, adamant about mm-hmm. definitely that. path yeah. And I was very on board. Yes. I had yeah. a natural birth, Mm -hmm. um, for all three of them. And so for me, it was like, that definitely was something that I thought, and I valued as important. Of course, So I went in, um, and we breastfed and it was hard at first. I'm not going to lie. It was a, it was, it's difficult to kind of like get over that hump, you know? And and for some people I had friends who, you know, delivered around the Mm -hmm. same Time Mm -hmm. actually, I take that back. Who I deliver maybe within a year or so because I didn't really have a lot of mom friends. Okay, Um, but I had known stories of who you know developed mastocytis very quickly and who you know could didn't have Mm -hmm. you know the choice to kind of push that hump. So I think that you know although I I stand really, um, like happy behind the fact that I was able to breastfeed. Mm-hmm. It's not a choice that every woman is it's able true. to have. It's true. Um, it's true. so I felt very lucky about that, yeah. but yeah, yeah, we breastfed for mm-hmm. two years, but in wow. saying that mm-hmm. my husband, yeah. you know, had to kind of take a little bit of a back seat, yeah, obviously, because I'm the one who's like breastfeeding yeah. and like, uh-huh. you know, I mean, you're so
0: overextended because overextended. you have no time for yourself. It's mm-hmm. all to support Baby girl. That's right. So, how did you nurture your relationship with your husband during this chapter?
1: I mean, if at all, <laughs> was there right? nurturing at this <laughs> no. point? How did he nurture me? Yeah, right? no. yeah, I think that, as you know, in every relationship, mm-hmm. there's um, highs and lows, mm-hmm. there's peaks and valleys. Mm-hmm. And I think that in that moment, there was an understanding from both of us that mm-hmm. you were not important right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, I'm not. Yeah, going. no, that's what like, it you is. Know, <laughs> it's that you, you're going to have to take a backseat at this very moment because yeah, I was going through such a transition mm-hmm. of coming from being a woman to mm-hmm. now a mother, mm-hmm. to my body, not being just for me yeah, anymore. Yeah. My body is now a tool for yes. this person to survive in yes. life. Yes. Not a pleasure tool for yes. anyone else. Yes. yes. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> including myself. <laughs> yeah. You know, it just, it was, it, it was different. And to like that mind shift, mm-hmm. like that mind shift, mm-hmm. um, kind of occurred all within the same yeah. time. So wow. he had to kind of take yeah. a backseat in yeah. the support role, uh-huh. but lucky enough, mm-hmm. I have a very supportive husband yeah. who mm-hmm. was very behind my mm-hmm. choice to mm-hmm. breastfeed Incredible. and, you know, have, a, have a natural birth.
0: It's a lot of work and it's a, and lot, it's of a work. lot of time. But what I'm hearing is that thematically this idea of prioritization mm-hmm. you guys prioritized family over career correct you knew that even though it might have been temporal you had to prioritize baby over husband mm-hmm. and it's so wonderful to see that you and your husband have a dynamic where you understand that I have to pri- prioritize this for right now right right and that doesn't mean it's forever well I'll come back you to know. you yeah
1: yeah <laughs> we'll see we'll see I'll come back so to you when did,
0: did you hit like a quote unquote, rock bottom moment when you were like, Oh my God, something's got to change. I'm just like, I'm not serving myself at all in this postpartum
1: experience. I mean, I think I did. I Mm -hmm. think I hit a moment where I was just like, wow. I mean, not only was I exhausted physically, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was exhausted mentally. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then also, you know, I just, I've always been Mm -hmm. someone who was, a goal setter, right? Yeah. Like I always I've I've worked since I could remember and I've been mm-hmm. self employed since I could yeah. remember. Yeah. Um and so when I left the house mm-hmm. at seventeen I wow. I never I never looked back. Wow. pretty much. Wow. And so I've always um I've always been mm-hmm. an entrepreneur, yeah. I guess in a sense. Yeah. You know, my yeah. whole life. And so for yeah. me I was yearning. Mm-hmm. I was yearning. Mm-hmm. And at mm-hmm. by this point now, mm-hmm. um I was not necessarily yearning to get back into modeling and acting. Mm -hmm. I was now yearning to have a voice. Mm -hmm. I was now yearning Mm -hmm. to fulfill, um, this, whatever this foundation that had Mm -hmm. been set, you know, being in front of the camera Mm -hmm. to now having, Mm -hmm. you know, all the interests that I had before in the food, lifestyle, beauty, fashion, whatever it is, space, Uh To being a black woman and now a black mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I had so much I had to say mm-hmm. and so many things I had. Mm-hmm. I wanted to tell mm-hmm. that for me it was about using my voice yeah. now. And yeah. so how did that translate into the next chapter? That's incredible. Yeah.
0: You touched on something just now, which is an experience I can't relate to, mm-hmm. but the experience of being a black woman in America mm-hmm. pregnant. Right.
1: What is that like? I mean, I was unaware uh, at the time Mm -hmm. of how difficult it is for many Black women. You know, thankfully, my experience. You Mm -hmm. know, um, you know, this is interesting. Yeah, because when I I, I've only given birth in LA. Okay. Um, So I was lucky enough. to deliver with midwives Mm -hmm. at UCLA each time. And at the time, I knew that I wanted to find a midwifery mm-hmm. program. Mm-hmm. I was scared to do it outside of a hospital cuz I okay. just didn't know, yeah. you know, yeah. at the time I, I wasn't quite aware of like, you know, yeah. how close I had to be to the how, okay. like all these things. Mm-hmm. And I had friends now in hindsight mm-hmm. who have delivered at home mm-hmm. and had wonderful wonderful births. Cool. But for me at the time, I knew I wanted to be in a hospital, but mm-hmm. I knew I wanted a midwifery program. So how did you know you even wanted a midwife <laughs> because I watched the business of being born. That movie changed me. <laughs> it changed me. That I watched is... Ricky Lake. Yes, the business of being born. Yes, and Ricky was on there I talking to me, girl. That. And- I mean I'm telling you, it changed my whole life. And everyone should watch that. I everyone think. should watch it. Even mm-hmm. what what is this? Now we're talking almost like fifteen something at yes. least years yes. after it's been made. Yeah. Like and not much has changed. And not much has changed. And you know, yeah. I watched that mm-hmm. and I was transformed wow. and I knew instantly that I wanted a midwife. Mm-hmm. I knew instantly that I wanted to deliver natural. Mm-hmm. I knew instantly that I was gonna take, you know, like mm-hmm. different classes beforehand, yeah. whether it was like hypnobirthing or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, I mean listen, I Think that you know, I was I don't know how much hypno birthing breathing I was doing in the moment. I'm be honest with you. I that's, think it all went out the window. That's a theme on this podcast. A
0: lot of people that tried the hypno birth didn't end up yeah, hypno birthing. But like, you know what? Hey, I'll try all the things. But
1: I'll try all the things. I'll try all the things. Cause in the moment it is not funny. um No, no, it is not. Not funny. But I felt like yeah. I had a really great delivery. So you know, I didn't at the time of me. um having my first, mm-hmm. I wasn't aware of all the mm-hmm. issues that black women had faced Interesting. by becoming a mother and a yeah. black mother. Yeah. Then I started to realize like, wow, wow. wow. The yeah. rate of black maternal health in this country is so astoundingly is yeah. the death rate is just so astoundingly yeah. sad. It's and uncomfortable just, and it's a crisis it and a crisis. it's just it's it it's heartbreaking mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. what can we do to mm-hmm. get the word out mm-hmm. and like speak on it mm-hmm. because it just it's yeah. it's just it's well and it, and it doesn't even it's end scary it's scary because beyond
0: that even those that move into the postpartum stage you know even there's so many layers of education too that are not widely known within mm-hmm. that community mm-hmm. so for example. Breastfeeding, you know, right, one of right. the women that sits on our panel, Rachel Nix, is very passionate about evangelizing the notion of breastfeeding within the Black community mm-hmm. because it it hasn't been something that's been made widely, you
1: know. Well, this is interesting aware. because yeah. you know I think the Black community. Okay, so I feel like we do know, mm-hmm, right? Because. Mm-hmm. Our history mm-hmm. is breastfeeding. Yeah, our history as Black women is yeah. to breastfeed. Yeah, um, but I think if we really break it down and go back to you know days of slavery and mm-hmm. things like that, America, we were we were you know our breastfeeding mm-hmm. was meant for other babies. Yeah, we weren't meant to yeah. breastfeed our own babies, and so I think women do know that breastfeeding is best, but yes. somehow within this um, history of mm-hmm. America and how Black women have been treated, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we have been taught and marginalized to think differently. Yes. And so that's where I think that comes from. And then also, you know, Black women and and their children Mm -hmm. in different communities, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. They were also told that you know formula was better Mm, you know and all these things so i think that that comes like i think we do know like i don't i don't my mom you know breastfed me and you know my husband's mom breastfed Uh him and Uh so i do think we know in the community to breastfeed but i think Mm -hmm. if we take it back Mm -hmm. to really where it originated in the thought process of how we were taught to think yeah or tried to, you know, brainwash the thing or yeah. whatever it is. There's this There's weird, a history behind this that. This historical right. miseducation or Correct. propaganda. That they've tried to push in Black communities. So fascinating. And so, you know, wow. but I have all the opinions on that too. No, <laughs> I love it. I,
0: I want you to share all of your opinions. Yeah. So you really educated yourself though, mm-hmm. and you got a midwife, you had your first. Did you do anything well, Ricky educated right? me, so yes. <laughs> Thank <laughs> yes. you, Ricky. Thank you, Ricky. <laughs> File that under like the For last real. person I'd ever associate with. I'm so, really <laughs> um, but so fascinating. Mm-hmm. So... You had that experience with your first. Did you change anything with your second? I mean, you have three
1: kids. So I'm yeah. so fascinated to hear about all your different birth experiences. I mean, but, oh, for birth experience? Yeah. Well, you yeah. know, I told my husband, I said, well, since I had, oh, my oldest was a 20-hour labor. Oh, my goodness. And so I told my husband, I'm like, oh, my God, do we have to do it with the second one? <laughs> and he was like, I mean, if you want them all to have the same chance, I don't know. It's yeah. up to you. Yeah. Oh, wow. So the then I-, I was like... <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah. So no one yeah. later in life can say yeah. that I didn't give them the same chance and opportunity. There you as go. First I, I ended up having all three, um, oh my natural. And so wow. it did, but it was, it wow. worked out. Yeah. So the first one was 20 hours. Mm-hmm. My second daughter, my middle child, she was eight hours. Okay. And then my youngest mm-hmm. was, um, he was a, he was start to finish mm-hmm. two hours. Wow. It well, you brutal. hear the
0: labor process, is shorter with each baby. Wow, you are a testament to that.
1: I I mean, we went from sugar to shit really quickly. It was (laughs) like, woof! (laughs) Woo. Oh my goodness! It was, wow, it was wow to go okay. to do to do from like the yeah. beginning to the end in mm-hmm. two hours. Mm-hmm. That's brutal. That's a lot. It's a that's lot. Too much on your body. It's like a you, lot. That's dangerous. Yeah, people are like, "Oh no, that's <laughs> great." I'm like, be careful what yeah, you wish careful for. Careful what you wish. You know, for. I don't want it to be twenty hours. Probably yeah. my, my my second child was yeah. probably the best. Yeah. at eight hours. Okay. It was like we were able to kind of ease into it. into it. We were there, and then it. we kind of came out of it. Yeah, but two hours is tight. Yeah. So I made the hospital.
0: I can only imagine. Oh my goodness, it was brutal. You are. A
1: warrior. It was actually during the <laughs> fires too. No Like way. Yeah, it was during the fires, and they we had made it to the hospital uh-huh. at UCLA. It was like it was early in the morning. It must have been yeah. like four a.m. Yeah. And right when we got to the hospital uh-huh. and I got into the room, yeah. I was like, Oh my god, I have to give birth! Like oh like the do- the midwife yeah. didn't even make it into the, in yeah. the room. Like uh-huh. the nurses were basically delivering You're his kidding. baby. No, not joking. They didn't even have time to lay down a sheet or anything. <laughs> like I was like, This oh is happening god. right now. <laughs> and there, I was like, I think I have to use the bathroom. Yeah. And they were like okay sure go in there and i went to like use the bathroom i was like nope this is a baby oh my god i was like we gotta get this out right now stop no i kid you not it's like a movie this is it was wild and i remember the late i was in the elevator and this Mm -hmm. this very nice old lady was talking to me and i was like woman i cannot be talking to you right now (laughs) i'm usually very nice to old people and and i and i really have respect i was raised with my grandma but (laughs) i cannot physically have a conversation with you right now elevators like Ding, as I'm like, ding. what'd you say, ma'am? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, my and God. And I was like, ding. And That's so it, insane. it was wild. Wow. But what happened was as soon mm-hmm. as we got to the hospital, they shut down the freeway. No. Because of the fires. Oh, my God. So I was like, we would have had this baby on the side wow. of the road. Wow. wow. A true LA baby born on the 405. LA. There you go. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh, my God. My, my husband you got there in time. Yes, exactly. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I know.
0: So this is so interesting because you're in a life stage that I'm very curious about. Mm-hmm. Your kids are a little older than mine think mm-hmm. your eldest is 10. Yeah. Right. Correct. Okay. Mine are, you know, uh, almost two, almost four. Mm-hmm. And I've always envisioned my, my life, maybe having three kids mm-hmm. and like you family comes first, right. but my career is important. And I, I find tremendous fulfillment there. I feel very connected to my mission and my business and candidly, I'm really struggling with the idea of going from two to three. Mm-hmm. I found it really challenging to go to one from, from one to two, which is on your podcast, mm-hmm. if anyone cares okay. to hear. That's right. But tell me about that experience of going from one to two and two to three. And I also want to understand how, how work played into that dynamic.
1: Well, it's interesting because... W- I felt with one, I was her playmate and her parent Mm -hmm. and that was um, great, Mm -hmm. but it got to a point where it was a little challenging because as I started to transition my career into kind of like, Mm -hmm. you know, a different space, it was harder for me to be her playmate Mm -hmm. all day or whatever at the same time as building the business. So for me, one to two was a gift Uh because, you know, now I had two kids and Mm -hmm. don't get me wrong, like the first (sighs) Mm -hmm. I would say the first... Eight months is yeah. a challenge. What's you know? the age spread between your first and your second? All of the kids are three years apart. Okay. So That's that was nice planned. Spread. Yeah. That was that was the spread. Um that because we were like, okay, you're out of diapers, yeah. you're a little bit more independent. Yeah. Let's have another one. Yeah. I, I think if I had a third, I'd do the three year spread. Yeah, two was, years was a little tight. Two years is tight. Two <laughs> yeah. tight, But yeah. you'll appreciate it later yeah. on. Yes, it will. You know, while they were young, it was mm-hmm. nice for us to you mm-hmm. know, like get out of one gap or, or one, you know, zone and into the next. But one so one to two was a gift because, you know, after the eight months or so, Mm -hmm. um, they were able to interact more. I love that perspective. You were her playmate and you couldn't really be the parent. Right. I've never heard that before. That's right. so interesting. Right. it's true. Every time she wanted to play, you know, mommy, 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 yeah. mommy you know, yeah. but it was nice because you know, now I had a second child mm-hmm. um, and they were able to interact with mm-hmm. each other. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. all the things that this older one was learning yeah. and yeah. being creative with, she uh-huh. was now able to kind of like wow. teach and show yeah. you know, her little sister. Uh-huh. So it was nice to watch that and they have mm-hmm. such a great bond mm-hmm. and so that was beautiful and yeah. so that was great mm-hmm. one to two was awesome for mm-hmm. me because I yeah. was like great amazing. like this is amazing yeah. <laughs> <Two> <laughs> I is love awesome. that yeah um, and then two to three mm-hmm. um once again, I'm, I'm, two to three was now we were in a juggle, okay? Because now yeah. our hand we were we were outnumbered, yes, <laughs> and so our hands were officially full, yeah, right? Like yeah. we we like you know you got to upgrade at three. Yeah. There, yeah. The car has to change, yeah. You car. know, um, your house might have to change. Yes. you know, yeah. different rooms are allocated mm-hmm. for different things. Now yeah. the two to three is, is different. Okay. It is different. Okay. People have said three is like having mm-hmm. you know ten, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's like because it's different. Uh huh. Um, but I will say that. Because now I was a seasoned mom. Yes, definitely. <laughs> the third kind of wrapped into whatever we were doing. Uh-huh. So we weren't, we didn't have to necessarily stop. Whereas yeah. with, you know, the first, everything has changed. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. The way you go to the grocery store has changed. Uh-huh. The way uh-huh. you... Everything. Everything. And having multiple is you kinda just rope that third one in. So unfortunately they're like, Yo, you come to play. Come on, like that's
0: right. But were you finding it difficult mentally to go back to that newborn stage where you know you're kinda locked down for a little bit, you're Your travel, your life might be a little different, or did you guys not do that?
1: No, we didn't do that. I love that. No, no, we didn't do that. That's what I think. That's what I mean when I say that we just kind of like, you know, they kind Mm -hmm. of were now Mm -hmm. um, integrated into what Mm -hmm. system we had already created. So so we didn't stop and lock down and like, okay, now everybody has to, uh, and we have a new baby. And and we, yeah, we we really kind of didn't do that. I still had moments with each of my children as babies to breastfeed and Mm -hmm. bond. and all those yeah. things, and I, I breastfed each mm-hmm. one of them for a year or more. Okay. Um, yeah. So there was still obviously that attachment, yeah. right? But. Listen, I learned how to wrap the carrier, like, you know, the, yeah. what are the wraps? The, the baby wraps. Yeah. yeah. The solid baby wraps. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. I loved my ergo. Oh, yeah. I love that. You thing. know, like, yeah. I was just like, I was like, all right, I you I, I figured out how to breastfeed in the ergo on that the go. That's the and, gold standard. You know what I mean? Like, yes. it was just, there's things that I started to be like, okay, you know yeah. what? We have to keep this moving yeah. because now I have two, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, older ones mm-hmm. and a baby. Mm-hmm. And I have to keep them occupied while mm-hmm. I'm doing this. Okay. And I'm still me in my hands to cook and do, you know, so I think you just kind of, you learn a skill that you don't realize you have until you're in it. You have completely changed
0: my perspective.
1: (laughs) Well, you're giving me hope that maybe I can reconsider baby number three well this is interesting (laughs) because i'm giving you hope for baby number three Uh i recently saw a childhood friend of mine and she Mm -hmm. has five kids oh my gosh and so we left and my husband was Mm -hmm. like i think we can do four i think we can do four (laughs) what was your response we always talk about it because i come from a family of three kids he Mm -hmm. comes from a family of like um four kids mm-hmm. and then he has um uh half siblings but okay. four was like how they were raised in their home and yeah so he's always wanted four Aww. and so i'm always like huh four seems like a lot i don't know we'll see yeah. i don't know but we always kind of did with that and yeah. like, talk back and forth with yeah it. so Ew, oh no stay tuned stay tuned i love but this who knows i love this. i don't know if my ovaries are up for it <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. That's amazing.
0: That's amazing. So you've given me some hope there. There you go. It's very good to hear. I'm so happy. So what was happening with work throughout this time? Were you working as you were building your family with these three kids? Tell me a little bit also about what does your schedule look like with work in the
1: picture? And
0: how do you make time for yourself,
1: kids? Well, what was great about, and I don't know if I purposely designed it this way, Mm -hmm. because I don't think I can take full credit, but um, some higher being Mm -hmm. had clearly designed this this way for yes. me. But I think that the beauty in creating the site that I was mm-hmm. creating mm-hmm. um I was able to wrap my kids into my work. Mm. And so they weren't a hindrance for me. Yeah. They were actually the driving force mm-hmm. and the creativity behind a lot of the issues I would talk about, mm-hmm. the viewpoint I was talking yeah. from, um, the products we were using at mm-hmm. home, mm-hmm. the, you know, the content and yeah. the, the topics yeah. were all because of, um, motherhood. Yeah. And so they were, um, a lot of, um, the explanation mm-hmm. for, for yeah. my career now, right? Because yeah. my, my, my new voice was mm-hmm. inclusive mm-hmm. of being a mother. They're the reason you they created the reason it. Why we created so they were it, the so.
0: inspiration, but what about like brass tacks, like getting
1: the work done, building the site, writing the content? I mean, that's the content, always hard, right? You know? I think the juggle is always mm-hmm. um, an interesting one mm-hmm. and it, it's, it's carving out time. It yeah. is nap mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. It is, you know, um, mm-hmm. all of my kids, I, they all gone through the Montessori school process. Yeah. So yeah. it was, make you fun. know, when they were at school mm-hmm. and, you know, um, taking the mm-hmm. time to make sure I had time to write and mm-hmm. edit and, yeah. you know, get out yeah. there and do things. So yeah. it's about that. But then for us, you know, it was hard. I know a lot of people say it's community and it's mm-hmm. village. Mm-hmm. We didn't have any family, mm-hmm. um, in LA at the time. Yeah. What, what was your support system? So that was difficult. My mom moved out from Detroit, um, at one point, okay. and she ended up staying for a while, you know. So that was great. Uh-huh. Um, but we didn't have a huge support system, yeah. to be honest with you. Wow. It was really my husband and I doing a lot of juggle, God. and so it was really kind of between. Um, luckily, neither one of us had a nine to five. Yeah, so we were yeah. able to work on off hours. Got we it. were able to kind of like tap into each other's schedule. If he yeah. was doing this and I was doing that, one was at school. We do a pickup job. Wow, but we That's a lot of communication. Yeah, it's a lot of communication. We. <laughs> for yeah. a very wow. long time. And what
0: does your support system look like now? Do you have a nanny? How do you do what you need to do work-wise when you're both working? <laughs> yeah. What happens? Sometimes. No, I
1: mean, you know, there's a couple of things here. Mm-hmm. We, um, <sighs> You know, sometimes being raised by mm-hmm. such a strong, dang old woman, uh, yeah. you you kind of want to mimic that in many ways. And I think uh-huh. that comes sometimes to the detriment. Sometimes it comes with great, you mm-hmm. know, success. Mm-hmm. Um, but my mom was such a strong woman. Mm-hmm. She had her own village. Like, mm-hmm. she had my grandma and she had friends mm-hmm. and that always stepped in. But it was my mom. Yeah, Like, she yeah. she just was, whew, she was a firecracker. Yeah. She was just on top of things. Mm-hmm. And she was just strong as hell. And she was still so motherly and she was really great. I had a great childhood. Mm -hmm. Um, But with that, you know, Issa and I were very hesitant to Mm -hmm. bring on anyone Mm -hmm. to, Mm -hmm. to kind of like with who wasn't family Mm -hmm. to enter into that kind of nanny kind of role. We just were, you know, for him and I, we were super cautious. We were just, we were, we were nervous about anyone bringing, especially when they were so young, anyone bringing in their own kind of sets of values agenda. or agenda yeah. or whatever into mm-hmm. such young children. And, yeah. you know, this is our family. And at the end yeah. of the day, we knew that whatever happens with them, it's mm-hmm. going to be on us. Yeah. And so we tried really hard to mm-hmm. pour into them as mm-hmm. much as we could and mm-hmm. take really the lead. Mm-hmm. You know, Issa yeah. and I mm-hmm. um, are a really great unit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're, we are we, we we co-parent like yeah. in our household very very well. Love that. Um, but we're a team. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, you know, yeah, like I said, I was raised by a single mom who mm-hmm. was just one person. Yeah. And so yeah. I knew by having at least a partner we could kind of manage it. And we we pretty much managed it pretty that's much tremendous. this whole time. Now so, we have three kids that like yeah. the schedule's is yeah. insane. And yeah. so this one has, you know, tennis and this one has oh, you know what I mean? Like that one <laughs> and this one has basketball practice. Oh. And this is so now we're just like, ah they just need like their own chauffeur. Like that's was <laughs> like, like, like really like what that's happening? Wow. So, wow. but but we've been lucky enough to like you know mm-hmm. bring on a couple of people now who can like help fill in some of the gaps sometimes. Yeah. And, yeah. But that's very new. Yeah. I mean, that's amazing that's very new. and it's so yeah. nice that you guys have the space
0: to. I love that to pour mm-hmm. your whole selves into them because also it's only a slice of life. You it's, know, it's, a, it's a couple like couple years that you have this opportunity to really be a part of such you know, their, their foundation They're for mm-hmm. such formative years. It's so true. It's I funny. Cause going that.
1: back to my friend who was five, mm-hmm. I was talking to her husband mm-hmm. and I was like, how are you guys doing this? Yes. Like my gosh. Oh my God. And he was like, you know, Lizzie, it's, it's hard, but at the mm-hmm. same time, it's, you know, whatever you poured into them is mm-hmm. what you're going to get out. Yeah. And wow. you know, if you're going to make the choice to have kids, mm-hmm. you know, you got to kind of say, okay, am I able to pour, yeah. you know, into them? Listen, yeah. but as coming from a single mm-hmm. parent household you know, you do what you can do. Oh yeah. You know I, mean, what I, mean. I grew up with a single mom too. Yeah. I can relate, right? You know,
0: and also seeing this woman who did it all. Correct. The pressure. The you pressure. Know, I, I want to do I want to yeah. be like her. Right. Yeah. It is a lot. But, but you, do what you, you do, do
1: what you can do. And there's no yeah. judgment. Yeah you know what I mean, whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I think parenting is one of the I tell my husband this all the time. Well, I do tell I tell my husband that marriage <laughs> is the hardest thing. It is. <laughs> I'm like, marriage is the hard marriage is harder than parenting. Highly underrated. Marriage is so hard. <laughs> um, but I tell them all the time, I'm like, you know, marriage obviously mm-hmm. is a difficult one, but parenting is, you know, like you said, you never stop being a no. parent. And mm-hmm. it is a challenge mm-hmm. daily, mm-hmm. you know, and you're not going to get it all the way right no matter mm-hmm. how right you think you are. Yeah. Yeah, it's just completely. impossible. It, it really is. Really is. It, it truly no is. No matter how great you think you're doing. It truly is. <laughs> and do you.
0: Now you have three kids, yeah. you have this incredible site in this community, mm-hmm. you have this podcast launching Right, which I is know, so exciting. I, know. I can't wait. Way too many things. You know, are you, do you look at your career and are you proud of what you've been able to do with what you've, you know, with, with having a family and where you are now? Is there anything that you
1: change? I am so it's, I tell my husband, so kind, I'm like, I'm mm-hmm. so happy of doing what I'm doing. I'm finally doing something in spaces that I truly enjoy, oh, you know? And so it feels good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously there's so much more mm-hmm. I have and that I mm-hmm. want to do just because I'm just that person and where I'm no like, job, you this you isn't will. enough. You're I want more. <laughs> no, 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 no. But, this. And but it's like, amazing you know, how like,
0: this idea of motherhood was going to potentially encumber some of your work. Correct.
1: And now it's become a springboard of opportunity. One thousand percent. It's amazing. One thousand percent. And you know, for me, I've always enjoyed the opportunity Mm -hmm. to bring my kids into the work that I do. Yeah. And so they love to, you know, cook with me Mm -hmm. and they love to, you know. Amazing recipes, by the way. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Everything's quick and easy. If it's not quick and easy, it shouldn't be on my plate. That's why it's Um, brilliant. (laughs) Everyone check out the recipes—it's like <laughs> so good. Seriously, I cannot—I cannot deal with anything overcomplicated yeah. complicated in my life. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> with nothing deserves overcomplication. complication. Yeah, man. but you know, I love bringing them into certain things, and they've really, you know, begin to enjoy it. You yeah. know, my son who is four—he's been cooking with me since he was like two, and so as soon as he could get on the step stool, he oh. would like try and crack eggs with me, and oh. like, mommy whisk, whisk, That's mommy so whisk, sweet. whisk. And so, you know, I think those are just—it's been um really great bonding moments. With us as a family. So it really feels like a family Mm -hmm. business. It feels like, you know, I've really been able to not step away from motherhood, Mm -hmm. but incorporate Mm -hmm. it into this new chapter. I love that. I think so many women, because we've never heard
0: about their experiences as moms, Mm -hmm. and when we see successful women in business or personal pursuits, We just don't understand how they made it work. And what you realize is that it's just different. It's just pre and post kids. Things are different. And oftentimes that post kids chapter can unleash a whole new spirit in Mm -hmm. us to do things we didn't know we were capable of. I mean... When you describe what you do, I'm like, how do you
1: multitask? Like, this is insane. It's amazing. But that's because you're a mom. You just right. have to. I think it's a skill set that you just like, you don't even realize you have. It's instinctual. You know, it's instinctual. Oh, yeah. It really yeah. is. And wow. I don't think it's anything that anyone can explain. No. no I think, definitely. you know, there's needs that need to be met. Yeah. And you are the one to get, make, totally. to get those, you know, things done. Totally, totally. Know? But I think that there's something Um, I, I've, I've, like I said, I've never had a nine to five. Yeah. Um, which is I think a gift and a curse, mm-hmm. by the way. Why um, is that? Because there was a lot of things I had to figure out. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things mm-hmm. that my friends and counterparts mm-hmm. um, and and you know, associates or whatever, yeah, they already knew how to do. Yeah, And so I had to figure out how to mm-hmm. do a lot of that because they had come from a nine to five. they mm-hmm. knew how to work certain programs, they yeah. knew how to yeah, you know, and I've always been a techie person. Mm-hmm. I've always picked mm-hmm. up things very easily and quickly, yeah. but still, it was about even learning interesting what to gravitate to and what yeah. I had to do. And yeah. building a business is very different mm-hmm. than, you know, just being a creative. It is. And so is. that's, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'd gone to Northwestern and mm-hmm. so I felt like, you know, there was, there was the foundation there, yeah. but it's yeah. different being out on your own it and is. kind of building your own schedule. It is, And the beauty in it is, is that I was, I've never been in a position mm-hmm. with work mm-hmm since becoming a mom mm-hmm. where I couldn't bring my kids. Mm. And that was important to me. That's huge. Cuz you know, in the early stages mm-hmm. obviously as a model and an actress, you can't bring your kids no. all the time to things no I and mean, you know, you most to, people, you can't have bring to have professionalism yeah. and most people can't. Yeah. So for me in this new chapter, mm-hmm. it was very important for me that wherever I was, mm-hmm. they could also be. Mm-hmm. I you I know, love that. and so whatever set I've been on mm-hmm. now since or whatever production mm-hmm. I am running or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, um whatever we're doing for Mm -hmm. cool mom co Mm -hmm. or for all the other multitude of things Mm -hmm. you know that i do in terms of like shows that i'm creating and all this stuff like that there's no place that they cannot at least come and see what it is that i'm doing i love that yeah it's important Mm -hmm. it is it's important Speaking of shows, you have a show coming up. Yes. is that right? Yes, Tell me about it really So um, Jess and I, Jessica Alba and I mm-hmm. are uh, best friends mm-hmm. and both moms of three. Um, we were actually pregnant at the same time with our youngest. Okay. Um, but we met years ago through mm-hmm. Montessori and, oh. you know, became mom friends. And she's yeah. probably one of the few people. I probably have like maybe two or three moms that I've mm-hmm. met through school that I can yeah. actually call myself like really friends with I love that. um but she she was definitely one of the longest yeah. uh mom friends yeah. I've, I've ever had and so, so you know cool. we've grown through a lot and been mm-hmm. through a lot and during covid we yeah. basically shacked up together pretty much <laughs> and we did your, content your COVID pod. Yeah, my covid pod <laughs> and we did a lot of content and some mm-hmm. of that content was around um kind of like home makeovers and oh. so we made over our studio which uh-huh. you and i are in right now yes, and um it was really kind of a labor of love and so through that, we were like, oh, my God, we should totally do this. Ah, <laughs> we totally do this. This will be fun. Yeah. And so we are doing a show, uh-huh. um, and it is basically a renovation show. We are going to the homes of parents okay. only, uh-huh. and they are in various transitions of parenthood or just their lives mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And we're going and making over some much-needed spaces and giving them some zen and, you know, just walking through their lives a little bit and, wow. you know, just spreading some joy to and also some parents. Your who mission need it. like helping Correct. parents reaffirm themselves. That's right. That's, that's right. amazing. That's that's all it's about, right? I and that's wait. what I do over at Cool Mom Co. That's what Jess does with the Honest Company. Yeah. It's just all about you know really understanding mm-hmm. that this journey is. Yeah. Is interesting, one, yeah, you know, it is, it is for it everyone, is. yeah. And then, if we can give a little bit of help, and you yeah. know, obviously coming from a sustainability and mm-hmm. as much of as a clean standpoint mm-hmm. as possible, yeah, it's super important, yeah, yeah, it's amazing. You are a force,
0: and uh, I truly feel blessed that we were connected and that we're same. in each other's orbit. I could talk to you forever. I don't say I could, I, I have been talking to you yeah, forever. <laughs> We just recorded your podcast,
1: mine. Girl, we've been talking for like five hours now. I know, now. I love it. <laughs> did we just become best friends? We did. Watch out, Jess. For real, yeah. Jess. Yeah, for well, real. Alex and I are doing another show now. Yeah, hi. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on here. I feel like we might need to do a part two. There's just so much to cover. I agree. You are just the real deal. and oh,
1: Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Alex, for having of me. Of course. <laughs>
0: Thanks for tuning in to Parallel Lives. Stay tuned for new episodes and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss an episode. If you like today's show, we'd be forever grateful if you take a moment to rate and review us. You can find us online at ParallelHealth.com, that's P-E-R-E-L-E-L-Health.com, or on Instagram at parallelhealth. Health. I'm Alex Taylor, and you've been listening to Parallel Lives. Thanks so much for tuning in. This podcast is brought to you by Parallel. We are a prenatal vitamin and supplement solution that adapts to your changing body's needs throughout your motherhood journey. All of our products offer the highest quality bioavailable ingredients at doctor-recommended doses tailored to each unique phase, preconception, first trimester, second trimester, third trimester, and postpartum and beyond. Because your prenatal vitamin shouldn't be one size fits all. Sign up for our newsletter at ParallelHealth.com to learn more.